Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Malachi 4 and it's the end and it's only six six verses but it's pretty Im- impressive and even more more impressive I think is the what I'm going to read to you from A.W. Tozer's book The Attributes of God to let, let me rephrase that Tozer's words are not more impressive than God's words so but I like what he draws out of um, verse 2 and it's just a good reminder so before we get started and before I say other dumb things let's just say a quick prayer Father God thank you for this day you are magnificent you are the one that has made all things and you care about me and all of us you love us and you're standing beside us you want us to know you on a truly spiritual level So, Father, I pray today as we read and as we go about this time that our spirits would be communing with yours, that we would be completely filled with you, and that you'd be honored and glorified. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, let's just go to verse 1. Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble, and the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to, left to them. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. See, I will send prophet, the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. So this is the last book. This is the, of the Old Testament. This is the last prophet talking. And it's going to be 400 years before God really f- comes down and communicates again. So he's giving hints and he's talking about, A, the end of times, which is when the sun will come will rise up, will rise, and there will be healing in its rays, and then the calves, the, 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 the righteous will frolic like calves, right? But it's then talking about on the wicked. Um, it then talks about also that remember the law of my servant Moses because he's not going to talk to him again. So this is kind of a farewell commentary there. Hey, I'm not going to talk to you again. And so remember the, the laws, that, my, that I gave Moses and the decrees. Also, I'm going to send, so in verse 5, it says, talks about the prophet Elijah, which we know is John the Baptist. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the day, before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. So, He's just giving a final heads up. This is what's going to happen. And don't forget my law. Don't forget what I gave Moses for all of Israel. Because it's taken all the prophets, so many prophets, so many judges, so many kings, to keep the children of Israel on the right path. Because they keep 
wandering off that path. And so A.W. Tozer, in his The Attributes of God, book two or version two, he takes the, the verse, the second verse of Malachi 4, which reads, But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in its wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves at the stall. So that's the King James Version. But he then writes, The def- definition of sin is fallen self. God made us to be like planets around and around they go, held by the mag- magnetic attraction of the sun. In the same way, God is the great sun of righteousness. And around him, warmed and healed and blessed and lighted by his holy person, all his creatures move. All the seraphim, cherubim, angels, archangels, children of God, and watchers in the skies. And best of all was man, made in his own image. We revolved around God as a planet around its sun. Then one day, the little planet said, I'll be my own son, away with this God. And man fell. Isn't that what we always do? I mean, when we sin, it's I'm putting myself over God, right? And then usually has bad consequences. And man fell. That's what we call the fall of man. That's where sin came in. Sin reached up and took God's self and said, I'll be myself. I'll, I'll be self myself. And God was ruled out. As the Holy Apostle said, they did not like to have God in their minds. Therefore, God gave them over to vile aff- affections. And he quotes Romans 1, 26, because, which reads, Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men commit, committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what they ought not be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossip, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. You know, that kind of describes, unfortunately, our society today. All the evil that the police, educators, doctors, and psychiatrists are worried about now, deviancy, sodomy, exhibitionism, and all the rest, all came as a result of man not wanting to have his God in his mind or in his heart, not recognizing him as being God. He went out on his own to be his own little God. Isn't that the way the average sinner acts? He's his own little God. He's the Son. He puts himself in capital letters and forgets that there's anybody up there that'll judge him. And lo to you if you if you bring up God to one of these folks and say, you'll be judged. They become very unhappy with you. So this is some pretty intense stuff because it's the end of God talking to his people. And now he goes silent for a long time. But thankfully we have the Bible and we won't be silent tomorrow. And we'll be in Jonah. And that's another four chapters. And it shows the futility of trying to run 
from doing what God wants you to do. With that, I'm just going to close us with a quick word of prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you that we don't have to wait 400 years to hear your voice. I'm grateful that we have your word, and more importantly, that we have your Holy Spirit dwelling within us. I just pray for us to combine and that our spirits would commune with you and combine with yours, and that we would recognize that you are here every moment, every day, and that we would revolve around you and not ourselves. I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for this great country. We have our 4th of July coming up soon, and I'm so proud to be an American. I just thank you that you allow me to live here, and I just pray for this country to continue to grow and prosper and do your will. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.